Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Jizz Talking for a Sunday night, and we're here today with Victoria Peaks. Victoria, how are we doing today? Good, how are you? Well, you escaped my vision at Exotica in Chicago. You came in the dark of the night and appeared, and then you were gone. And then <laughs> the only person who got to see you was Sean Elliott. <laughs> yes. I yeah, I don't, I don't remember Victoria being there. No, no, she came in the dark of the night, and all I saw was just a party picture, and I was told, hey, you got to hang with big dogs, boy. And I said, well. So she hung with Sean. Okay, so that makes sense. she hung with Sean. And uh, anyway, I said, well, I couldn't get in the VIP thing. Uh, Sean says, well, you had a name tag. Uh, you had a you had a badge. And I said, yeah. I said, he wouldn't let me because I didn't have a wristband. I told him to fuck off, and I went upstairs and watched Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> I was sorry. I wanted to get a badge. I was like, you know, I've done so many sports car shows and I have so many badges from that. And I'm like, I want to get one from Exotica, but maybe next time. All right. Well, let's get a few people muted here. Like I said, I'm I, I'm suffering a man cold. And so I'm a little stuffed up. And if you don't hear me for a little bit, it's because I've muted myself and I've turned my chair around and I'm blowing my nose. So anyway. how's, Be how's Becky doing taking care of you? Oh, she's a champ. She is a champ. <laughs> uh, she wasn't here Friday night, and that was probably for the best. But, uh, Victoria, let's talk a little bit about you, because you are a guest. Um, besides being at Exotica in uh, 2022, where did our career start, and where is it going? Um, well, my career, my career started about a year ago, and it was probably right out a year ago whenever I first found out what OnlyFans was. And... Um, so I started an OnlyFans, just kind of did my feet in the waters, and um, then I was introduced to a lot more things that I wanted to do, and then it just kind of explored. I really haven't um, started shooting or really gotten into, like, main, like, doing some, like, amateur and mainstream porn until, like, January of this year. Okay. So what, what was the tipping point? How does somebody say, hmm... There's a website called OnlyFans. I think I'll join it. What's the tipping point on that? Well, um, I was a high school teacher for 10 years. And so I, I, I really wasn't happy teaching. I loved my students. I really, really did love them. But the politics and education and teaching to a standardized test and all that stuff just didn't make me happy. Um, so I was stressed out a lot with the amount of work that like administration and everything was always putting on you. And my husband was just like, just quit. And I was like, you watch what you tell me to do. And then one day I quit and it was done. So I did quit. And then um, a couple months later I was like, well, now I'm not doing nothing, but like clean toilet, taking care of the kids. Like, and then my husband asked me, he goes, well, what have you always wanted to do? And I was like, really? And he's like, yes, always. Well, growing up, I was a huge Playboy fan. I started Playboy magazine subscriptions probably in like 2005, and I have probably 10 years of subscription magazines on my bookshelf right now. And I was like, I've always wanted to be a Playboy pennant. And then my husband goes, well, Playboy ain't much of a thing anymore, but, and then we heard about OnlyFans, and he's like, well, let's do it. And I was like, well, let's do it. And then I got the whole spiel of once you start, there's no turning back. Like, it's always out there. It's on the internet now. And I never turned back. So that was kind of like my goal and is 
Playboy pinup is what really, that centerfold is really what I've always wanted to do. So it really got me into the OnlyFans thing. And then everything just kind of excelled from there. You know, back, you know, nowadays, everybody seems like there's a lot of these teacher scandals and they're having sex with students. Hell, they wouldn't even let me bang the erasers. So that's how far back I go. And that's a <laughs> tough deal there. But I tell you, have you ever uh, uh, read a, um, an edition of Playgirl magazine? I have not, actually. Well, it's time. We have a special guest in our, our midst. Richard Pacheco's with us. And Richard, yeah, you kind of have a special uh, place in Playgirl history. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Can you hear yes, me? Yes. Good. I was the first uh, centerfold in uh, November of 1978. Were you even born then? I was the first centerfold photograph with an erection. Oh. And I was also the last centerfold photograph with an erection. Because after that issue came out, all the Playgirl advertisers said, if you ever do that again, we're not we're quit. <laughs> no oh. more no more boners. So that was me. Uh, I was supposed to get a uh, dollar. Oops. A uh, dollar. Oh, that wasn't the centerfold, but that's a lovely picture. <laughs> I, I was supposed it. to get a dollar a poster for that. That's the poster they made. And I'd never got a penny. <laughs> but I got a great picture out of it. <laughs> yes. and, you oh, that body. You, you were the shortest cock to hit the big time, as you said. My my friend Patrick from college, he said, I called him up on the phone. He goes, oh, it's the most famous three and a half inches in show business. <laughs> <laughs> I was the smallest cock to ever hit the big time. <laughs> so anyway... Richard's an Avian Hall of Fame member, and he likes to just check out what's going on here once in a while. You have a question for Victoria? Well, um, mostly I'd like to, you know, I'm 74 years old. I did all this when I was in my 20s and 30s. And so when I meet someone like yourself um, who's evolved, the business has evolved so differently than when I knew anything about it that I'd like to just hear about how you make a living now. Uh, they don't make movies anymore. They don't do what they don't do anymore. You don't even know about. So I'm interested in finding out what they do do, so to speak. Now, um, well, I haven't made like well, I made well, what you would call films, maybe 40 minutes, but most of everything is like scenes now. So you have oh, a scene here, a scene there. I've my goal is to be mainstream. I'm not quite hit mainstream mainstream status yet. But um, Manny Vids, things like Manny Vids is a really good place where I sell like my scenes. So I've made some of my own. I've worked with some um, smaller amateur producers one day. Hopefully I'll work with some bigger mainstream ones. But I really just kind of upload my videos and anybody and everybody can go on there and they, they can buy them just as if you would go buy a DVD or in my day when I was young, VHSs. Um, and so it's kind of the same concept, it says, except you just buy it on the internet. You don't have to go to the store and buy off of the shelves. Are you making a living wage doing it? Um, I know lots of people that are. Am I make, I'm making more or less about the same as I did when I was teaching. Wow. But I don't know how, like, I'm not mainstream yet. I'm just getting started. Like I said, I've only really started shooting porn since about January, December, January. Um, but I'm making um, some pretty decent money. Um, I'm bringing him home more now monthly than I was when I was teaching, which is kind of sad because I worked a lot harder and was a lot less happy teaching um, 
aside from, you know, I was making a difference in, in kids' lives, but just the politics that goes into it was so, so rough. But now I'm like, I'm shooting porn. I'm having fun. I'm having a good time. I'm meeting new people. I'm a very extrovert. I'm very, um, I like to hang out. I like to have a good time. I like positive energy around. So um, a lot of people that I work with are like, yeah, you're, you know, you're a go-getter. You're really easy to work with. So that's kind of, I, I make it a pretty good, I'm, I'm my, like, the star status, making hundred thousands, you know, driving BMWs. Now, I'm not making that yet, but I'm hoping one day, maybe. Yeah. But just starting out making the same as I was when I was teaching, I think that's pretty good. Are you working with your husband? Um, my husband likes to stay behind the camera, but, yeah, he's in a few of my scenes. Um, he's like my standing cock. <laughs> That's what I, he likes. His faces and like maybe one. He likes to stay behind the scene. He likes doing like taking the can. He likes filming. He likes taking the pictures and stuff like that. So, um, I like bringing them in sometimes. Well, I'll share this with you: that um, going through the process of being in the movies with lots of lovers, uh, and at the time, lots of relationships were into open marriage kinds of things, where both partners had lots of lovers. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. No. It's not easy. And what I'm sharing with you now is that my wife and I just celebrated our 50th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. So I'm telling you, it can be done. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Yeah, thank you so much. My husband is actually one of my biggest supporters in this. Like whenever I'm like, yeah, I want to shoot and I want to shoot with this guy and this guy and this guy. He's like, yeah. And then he'll come at me with more. And he's like, I want you to just shoot with this guy and this guy and this guy. So, <laughs> um, he, is, he is my biggest supporter and that really does help. Um, I, I couldn't do this without my husband's support, quite honestly. He is there 100% of the time, stands behind me 100% of the time. He goes with me when I need him and he will sit back and relax whenever I don't. And so that's, that's really, really good that I have his support and he's not fighting me against it amen mm-hmm. you would you would almost have to have that i don't understand how you couldn't have uh the support of that because otherwise it is going to be a battle every day mm-hmm. i remember i had a girlfriend and she hated it when i would do disc jockey stuff in the bars and i hated doing dj stuff in the bars too but i did it because we needed the money now, of course I've hosted my share of wet t-shirt contests and things like that. Who would do that? Oh, Pat will do it. So I went, yep, here I am hosting the wet t-shirt contest. And, you know, she just fought me tooth and nail on all that shit. And it's just like, I'm not fucking any of them. Hell, I have the one lady works at the hardware store, you know, it's <laughs> like, and I still see him around town. Uh, and every once in a while, I'll wink at him and say, well, you're all right, you know. That type of thing. But, you know, you have to have the, the significant other's uh, blessing on this or it just doesn't work. And then it's then I think then it is cheating uh, when you when you're circumventing that and doing that. Then I think that then there are issues. And if you guys can work it out, that's just fantastic. Uh, hey, a, another celebrity has entered the room. Uh, Sean Elliott is with us. And like, like you said, you uh, uh, see, he wanted to come down and hang with the big dog. So you hung with Sean Elliott. <laughs> my dancing partner uh-huh dancing shot taken yeah we had shot a good time <laughs> yeah we did hi vicky how are you doing i'm good how are you i'm good sorry i was late but uh dinner calls because i'm so thin i just had to shovel three more bites down good to be here 
Good to see you. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, as I understand, Victoria just came in on the cover of Darkness, and and you were you were there. You're talking to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, my eyes went right there. Sure, yeah. that's me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we had some fun. I think was that in I'm, I forget was that uh, in Washington or yeah, that we? was D.C. December of last year. Mm-hmm. That was in D.C. So uh, maybe uh, C.J. was there with us. I think uh, there was a group of people and. Uh, Mm-hmm. And um, somehow, you know, it was a big crowd, and uh, I think Patrick tried to get in, but you, those jokers at the door kept—that was the one with the line, right? And if you oh, walked yeah. in, yeah, yeah. If I you walked car. in and then went out for a minute, I went out for a smoke. I know, quit, quit. I went out for a smoke, and all of a sudden, I had to go back to the line. But I saw uh, Victoria there, and uh, somebody introduced us, and then we. We became pals that night. We had some shots and did some dancing. It was it was a good night. It was nice. Definitely a great night. Now, yeah. did you meet uh, Victoria? Did you meet Joey at all? Um. Everybody met Joey. If you didn't meet Joey, you were just SOL. Joey, how are we doing? It's fun to see you back in Australia now. Yeah, I'm happy but sad at the same time. Uh, your, dog, your dog must just be. Oh, uh, she won't stop licking me. I've been home for half an hour. I just, got, I just got off the plane this morning. And uh, come on, Belle, please give me some slack. Come on, Belle. <laughs> you, you can lick me later, trust me. All right. Um, sorry, guys. I just, uh, I mean, it's good to. Sh- I've got more love for this from her than my own wife. Um, yeah, but no, it's good to see you guys again. Um, you know, Charles, Sean, Patrick. Um, Oh my goodness gracious me, um, Richard! How you guys going? It's good to see you. and Victoria for you too. Um, I oh, I was probably jet lagged when I was in Chicago, but if I missed you, I'm so sorry because um, my time was short, not long enough over there. With every place I've been going to lately over there, so um, but now it's fine. Good to see you guys. I thought I missed you guys because I wasn't. I was going to make it off the plane because um, my luggage. Uh, don't worry, me lazy got lost this time, but um, it was about two hours late coming out of the conveyor belt. So um, a lot of the, a lot of people from America have come to Australia this morning. I don't know why. What's so good about coming down here? It's too cold at the moment down here, so it's all good. Um, sorry, Victoria, we just got to be in track there because I've been up for about I think forty days, forty-one hours straight. So I'm going to I'm going to bed yet. So. Oh, 30 still, you've been up. 41, 41 hours. Yeah, I know. I, I don't like sleeping on planes in case something goes wrong. I want to be awake for that. Um, yeah, you mentioned you were a teacher before you came into this industry. Um, what was your motivation to start in the uh, industry from moving away from being a teacher? Was it something that you want to, you were very, um, you and your husband were very, keen on going or was it financially or other circumstances um it's it just really started where like I did teach but it wasn't me it never gave me that sense of satisfaction that I'd always you know everybody searches for in their life um and so when I quit teaching it was a couple months later whenever you know my husband was like you know what have you always wanted to do and what are, what are you passionate about? And I was like, well, math, because that's my big thing. I'm a, my degree is actually mathematical sciences. 
so oh. I, I'm really passionate about math, and uh, so I looked for jobs for a few, you know, months in um, mathematician work and stuff like that, and then I was like, you know what, what's truly going to make me happy is to just set off and do my goal since I was a young, not a kid, but like when I was in um, teenager, just wanting to be that model, being that woman that every man desires and being that woman that every woman yeah. wants to that be with also, like I love my men and my oh, women. Really? So that's kind of like, and my husband's just like, well, if that's always what you wanted to do, do it. And so we did it. And it, didn't, <laughs> it didn't include the foil method or the word hypotenuse. <laughs> <laughs> now it's good support. Yeah. Oh, it's, I was it's thinking you have to do the Pythagorean theorem to get designed some angles that you have to work at some of these shoots. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's it's beautiful support. It's beautiful. That's that's the way to go. It's it's always had the good that family support along the way. It's really good. So it's very good for you, Victoria. And in along those terms too, um, in being in, in this because you just started out. Next, I try to find you. I was on the. I know I shouldn't do on the, on the plane because I was so bored with the flight. I was I had, I had an internet connection there. I was trying to look you up a little bit, you know, in case I didn't got caught by other passengers. And there was, there was some information about you, but when I read about you, you just started out. So I, I couldn't know if you, if you did more, was it more, um, uh, it was a chatterbait or was it you know, on OnlyFans or, you know, did you do much um, scenes? I was trying to some, find some kind of um, footage about you or some, more information about you, but like you see, you just started. So hopefully, give you know along the way will be more mature out, and we all can enjoy your content very much. So, so, but thank you so much. And um, oh yeah, in being in this industry, um, who would you look up to for inspiration? Because you just start out now. Who would you look up to? Um, well, women that I always grew up watching: Jesse Jane, Kirsten Price, Night Calls on mm -hmm. Pebble TV. Those two women, I just loved them to death. I did Playboy, I watched Playboy TV a lot. So, um, Jenna Jameson was big in my days of watching porn. Um, Kirsten Price is always like, if I could ever meet her, I'd be so fan crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, I would be. But now, getting into it, um, I've met some really awesome people that's really supported me. Um, Maddie Cross, um, she has, she was doing camming for a long time and getting into the industry for a couple years now. She's, um, somebody I really look up to now also because she started later in life also. Like, we didn't start when we were, you know, sexy 20-year-olds with everything where it belongs. Now I'm, you know, three mm -hmm. years later <laughs> things aren't exactly where they belong, but I still feel like I can still feel sexy and love myself. Um, and she, like, really helps me do that. Um, so she's a big inspiration. Alex Cole is a big inspiration for me. Alex, um, yes. She, 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 she was in Chicago, yeah. Yes, she, um, I met her at Exotica, and when I met her, I had no idea who she was. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I, I didn't because I, yes, I just started out, and she is newer. She is younger. She's beautiful, and so, like, when I watch porn, I watch some of those, you know, uh, from the 90s, the 2000s, those type people that I'm used to watching from whenever I was a kid. Or not a kid, but you know, and when I was a teenager. Um, so okay, when the, like, when the same footsteps, I did the same thing when I was a teenager too. Yeah, yeah, so I was I would watch more of 
So Alex is no newer. And then whenever I met her, we danced. I just thought she was really cool. We were down to earth. We talked a lot in the bathrooms. We danced a lot in the after party. And then it wasn't until about three days later, uh, she followed me on Twitter. And I was like, I know her. Oh, my God. I met a porn star. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, wait, she's like new. Like, she's so a big deal. So, But just to know her humble personality and to the fact that, she wasn't very high maintenance. She wasn't high class. She was a down to earth, fun, positive person that I could hang out with on a regular basis. And she really um, inspired me also. So Maddie Cross and um, Alex Cole, those are people that really have, um, have my, who I kind of look up to at the moment. I mean, you know, I would like to do more mainstream stuff. And I know that um, both of them really made me feel comfortable in the industry. No worries. No, I appreciate that. And that's good to know. But like I said, um, thank you for your time. And thank you, Patrick, for having me on board my morning, your, after, your afternoon. You have to get your staff to get your times again. So, um, yeah, and uh, all the best in your career, Victoria. I hope it, I hope it takes off for you because you're very humble and you, you've got a lot of positive energy out there, really, even just by talking to you. And just dogs, yeah. And, um, yeah, and just thank you so much. And, uh Talk to you guys soon, so I'm going to put it down and get some sleep, okay? Hey, so, see you later. Good night. Welcome home. Yeah, thanks for coming, <laughs> coming to Exotica and seeing all of us, too. It was very much appreciated, so thank you very much. Now, you said you liked uh, Jesse Jane? Yes. Yeah, she did uh, um, Jason, uh, as it was uh, the sponsor of our booth there at Exotica, was doing nipple cards and kiss cards all weekend, and he had... Um, Jesse Jane do nipple cards, and this is uh, the, the show and tell of that. And so <laughs> she's now that was I assume his finger uh, in the picture. Uh, let's just say it's his finger. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, <laughs> she's moving back to Oklahoma, and after she gets all set, she's going to do our show. So anyway, when uh, when that time comes, Victoria, you can be on. You 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 got a link on our. Or, I mean, you're a member of our page. Each week, you can be on, too. I mean, you don't have to be the special guest, but like Sean and Richard and some of the others, you can join in and, and ask questions and be a fan for a time. Oh, man, I would be a little fangirl. I don't know what to say. Next week, we have uh, Taylor Nicole. Taylor was next to us at the Tadpole booth, which was, if you, uh, I, I would call it, uh, Sean, would you call it a clusterfuck because there was 20 guys fucking 10 girls? <laughs> that to me is like 20 guys fucking two girls <laughs> <laughs> yeah that tadpole's different different character different type of film yeah, yeah. Different let's, type of let's go to wayne wayne was our guest a few weeks ago and uh wayne do you have a question or two for victoria first of all thank you very much for being on the show you rack out a great deal i very appreciate seeing the new talent also i want to thank everybody here for all the inspiration you gave me and all the ideas you give me for books and making those things happen I hope that you, Mr. P, enjoy the book because I understand that you got my copy. I got a copy of Frank delivered to you in the last week or so. Yeah, I got him on mute. Yep, but I'm sure he did. Okay, great. But yeah, that's what. That's it. I get a little kitten. I get to go and corral. She's running around the house someplace. Okay. Um, so I'm like, thank you very much. If I bounce out, I'll be chasing her down. But thank all you right. all once all. You guys all rock out. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye bye. All right. Thanks, Wayne. Cartrell is with us. Cartrell, how are you doing tonight? Okay. You must be sitting in a dark room. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you have a question for Victoria? Um, yeah. So how, 
How, how do you make money in the modern day industry? Because, you know, it's not 1985 anymore. So, you know, it's a little harder because, you know, there's free porn, like literally everywhere. Um, that is a very good question. Uh, I'm still trying to figure that one out. No, <laughs> um, no, mainly is when you make scenes, you can sell it on your sites. Like OnlyFans, if anybody buys anything or tips me or, you know, buys photos or videos or anything of me, I get, um, they only take 20% of that profit. So OnlyFans is really good with that. So your um, websites that you sell them on. I am on Pornhub. I have a couple little things on Pornhub to try to kind of help me get my name out there a little bit. But I also sell scenes on like many vids. Um, they take 40%, so the more videos that you have uploaded, the more people that buy them, that's really where um, some money can come in. But most of my money comes from just getting paid shoots. You know, a producer or a director call me up and saying, I would like to shoot with you. Um, and so that's where most of my money comes from, is whenever I've been doing some smaller amateur um producers that are local to me. I've done one in um, New Jersey and hopefully I can, I'm starting to spread my wings out a little bit more. I want to, you know, go to Florida. I want to go to um, California. I want to go to New York. I want to go to these places and shoot. Uh, but right now I'm doing more local amateur stuff. And so those paid shoots that you have like a modeling fee and they'll pay you, you go shoot for about three hours. And then that's kind of where most of my money comes from. Anything else, Cartrell? Oh, yeah. I noticed you have a southern accent. Like, what's your favorite southern food? Oh, shit. Southern food. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Don't make me think about it because you know you can't eat it. Um, biscuit and gravy. I love my biscuit great fried chicken. I'm actually from Kentucky, so Kentucky fried chicken's a big deal for me. <laughs> now, you'll know the question. I'll have to ask this to the group, but Victoria will know, and I hope she doesn't uh, answer out of turn. Is the capital of Kentucky pronounced Louisville or Louisville? Louisville. Uh, no, it's pronounced Louisville. Louisville. Victoria, how's it pronounced? I call it Louisville. No, no, yes. no, no, no. Here, here's a question again. Um, is the capital of Kentucky pronounced Louisville or Louisville? Victoria, how do you pronounce it? But Louisville's not the capital. Frankfurt is. That's how you pronounce it, Frank. Oh, you dog ah. fucker. <laughs> <laughs> you can use that joke now. Oh, I didn't think. I thought you were being for real because you understand, like, the pronunciation of Louisville is a huge you know, Everybody's always fine. Is it Louisville or is it Louisville? And I'm like, it's Louisville to me because I'm a, I love horse racing. So, of course, Thunder over Louisville is a big deal to me. They just had the Kentucky Derby there, so I just thought you was being legit in the in the fight. And a lot of people think that Louisville is the capital, but it's not. It's Frankfurt. Yeah, see, that's and that's where I get people. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I'm a pretty good joke teller. Um, <laughs> if you do was, say so yourself. If I do say so myself, I was I was um, at Exotica with um, uh, Leslie Winston had a friend there, and uh, he was a twin, and his brother's name was Pat, and they were twins. And I said that at one time I had dated a twin and my wife says, well, how could you tell them apart? I said, well, Jill had purple fingernail polish and Bill, well, he had a cock. 
That's enough joke telling for now. That's good. You can't let that out of the bag too much. <laughs> he might be on, Leslie. She's, she's doing some real estate thing. Yeah, I just no, talked to She may come on Charles, during the show. Charles had a fun time, more or less, at Exotic. Oh, it was like herding wild cats, but I did have a great time. But, yeah. At, well, you know, when, I back, when I sit back and think of the amount of talent that we had in our booth alone and the years of experience and the years of, you know, we had Seika, which um, the head of the Exotica said, well, you'll probably have problems. No, <laughs> not a problem. Not a she problem. was so awesome and so professional and so, you know, Richard, and her husband was so great. I mean, just the two of them. Oh, her husband awesome. is a great guy, too. I shit like you that. not. There were people, <clears throat> grown men, coming up to that booth crying. They had tears mm -hmm. in their eyes. Yes. And then uh, the first words out of her mouth, that'll be $20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she was professional and she was there the whole time. Yeah. Was, so I like the so I like that. I appreciated that. Yeah. Jiggy Jaguar, who we had on the show a couple times, uh, capital I was Des Moines. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, that Jiggy was me. Jaguar, um, I lined him up to interview Seika. And, and while she was interviewing, some guy came up and took her picture and she held, a, held her uh, hand in front of the guy's camera. And so anyway, she says, I'll deal with you in a minute. Yeah. So the guy comes up and he says, uh, <clears throat> I'd like a picture. And he says, uh, in an interview. And she says, uh, do I know you? No. Well, what's the interview for? Well, it's for my YouTube page. Do you know Patrick over here? No. Uh, Patrick, do you know this guy? I said, no. She said, then move along. No. <laughs> so she did one interview the whole time. It was with my buddy Jiggy. So, I mean, he was like thrilled as shit. Oh, I got the exclusive. So anyway, but anyway, but Lynn LeMay, Leslie Winston, we had Lily Craven, we had uh, Naughty Jojo, and uh, even um, Lollytops, who did a bang-up performance on that stage. I know Sean was there. And talk about energy, man. Wow. That was, that was something else. Yeah, she, she's, she's, a, she's a cool cat. It's the one thing I like about Exotica is, is um, finding not just people from our, our time, like you and I, Rich, even before that, to find out Seika's back, like who she really is, that she's willing to present. And I found her just down home, a doll, invited me and my wife over to her place in uh, Kentucky, is it? Uh, I think they live. Missouri. Um, Missouri. And I did get a picture with her glasses on. She didn't care. <laughs> and uh, and Lolly Tops uh, went outside and sat and talked for about an hour and just find out you know, a little bit of her story and told some of mine to these people. It's nice to get a backstory. Kind of like we get 10 minutes. We didn't have much, Victoria, but next time I see you over the show, we'll, now we'll be buddies. We'll hang out. So it's it's off the set. And and the fans still get dig it because I know Charles was digging, seeing the people and meeting them up front. I know Joey was. But for me, I don't mean this to sound cocky. It's not, that's not the intent. But when you've done it for a living, I want to find out what these people are like. What, what, what makes them tick? Who are they as people? It's and a different so that, world. I, that's what I love about these. You get to meet people and hang with them and that's, and, and joke with them or just talk, you know, serious shit. And you find out everybody is similar, whether you're in the business or out. Everybody's got the same thing going on. 
And it, uh, it didn't matter to me if it was Lolly Tops down here just breaking in on some stuff or Seika, the, uh, the reigning champion. You met everybody from in between and everybody was good. And don't you find Patrick at Seika? And that was what's so good. She actually took, without being condescending, the newer ones uh, under her wing. And, and um, uh, just just the way she presented herself, didn't give too much, didn't want it, didn't say, look, they're on their own. But if, if asked or if taught, she was just so polite and fun and, and just a straight shooter. And it was really nice to see. Because to tell you the truth, Victoria, that name, Seika, was the name. That was it. She, she picked a great name. If her name was, uh, you know, Molly Stupp, it, it wouldn't have made it. <laughs> you know, it, but Seika, it, it, the timing and everything, and the platinum blonde, the Debbie Harry later on. Look, she she was the queen. She is the queen of this industry, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I, don't, wouldn't you think so, Richard? She's, she's the queen. I well, would think. you know, I'll tell you a story uh, about John Leslie. They asked him once, who was the best woman you ever fucked? And John answered, the next one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Seika was gigantic and a dear friend and a queen. And Annette Haven and Vanessa Del Rio hey, and Parker. Georgina Spelvin. Yeah. And, you know, there were a lot of them. But she, she has her place in the Great Hall, no doubt about it. Good point. When you put those names together, and I forgot, and Kay, or, I mean, yeah. They're, they're, another one. Another yeah, one. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, that's top. Let's put it this way. That's top shelf. There's no That's generic. right. That's right. And, uh, yeah. It was what fun. I loved about Sega, Sega used to be the jump center on her basketball team in high school. She's not a little fragile soul. Oh, no. No, she's not. <laughs> She'll kick your fucking ass if she needs to. And she was lovers with Sam Kinison. Can you imagine the two of them running around together? Yes. Can you imagine? Oh, wow. Together in wow. Saturday Night together. Uh, Famous well. comedian, Victoria, Sam Kinison. Crazy man. He used oh, to yeah. scream. He used, used to, to he scream. Was, uh, uh, yeah. That's all he did. He came about his life. He was a character. He was anyway, Charles, Charles, go ahead with your question. Um, Sorry, Charles. So, Victoria, where do you see your career going? Um, do, do, you, do you have a map or an idea or a blueprint? My, my goal at this point is to, to hit mainstream. I don't – I love doing the amateur stuff. I love filming myself. I love doing, like, the smaller um, producers and stuff. But I want to be mainstream, like – Honestly, it would mean the world to me if one day in, you know, a few years from now that there is a group of people on a podcast sitting here talking about me and name dropping Victoria Peaks. Like, that's my goal. Like, I, I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it for a good time. And I love doing what I do. I love pleasing people. So I love hearing from my fans whenever they tell me what they want. I will try my best to get it for them if I can't. Um, find a cop to do it with. I'll have my husband do it with me. Um, so that's kind of, kind of one day I'm hoping I'm there. And, you know, I, I might look like this small, fragile little girl, but, you know, I'm a little ass kicker too. So don't, don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm a southern soul, a heart, but you don't mess with those southern women. So, <laughs> um, can I ask? Okay. Sorry. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Oh. Can I ask sort of, and if you don't want to answer this question, I don't want to be too personal. I don't want to be, have you thought about what you're going to tell your kids one day or do you care or, uh, you know, I sort of kind of like wonder kind of what families think about 
you know, having people in the adult industry. If it's an uncomfortable question, you don't want to answer it. That's fine too. I can accept that. No, it's it's completely fair question. It's I I get asked this all the time. Um, I mean, I have a thirteen year old son. That is, I have already caught him watching porn. So at this point, I'm like, well, babe, let me show you the good stuff, first of all. <laughs> you should not be doing porn, okay? Right? The times have changed. I remember finding my stepfather's Playboy magazines in the uh, mid, early, mid-70s, and, you know, ooh, naked women, that's cool. Yeah, well, I actually, you know. I have probably six or more years of Playboy magazines on my bookshelf right. right now. He has open access to that, and I don't mind it at all as long as he puts it back and don't ruin my pages because some of them might be worth something one day. Um, but it's one of those, My all my kids know I, I model. Um, okay. So mommy's a model, and I do art. Um, I, I use my, you know, I do art with my body, and, that, and they don't really ask too many questions. One day I am going to have to, one day very soon, I'm probably going to have to sit down and tell my son because he's the one always looking behind my back when I'm trying to, like, do my posts and edit my scenes and all that stuff. But um, I, I think they're going to be okay with it. It's really one of those things just, you know, people want respect. My kids, if I, if I want respect from them, I have to respect them. And I will tell them the truth when I feel like they're old enough and mature enough to handle it. And my son's not quite there yet, but all my kids know I model. So whenever I go off to do a gig, I'm just, it's a modeling gig. Okay. They don't have to know the intenseness of right. it. They don't have to, you know, just like, you know, whenever there's a sex scene on a movie that you're watching, it's like, oh, well, let's just fast forward it to the, and they don't really ask questions. So. Okay. Thank can, you for can I top off of that honestly answering problem. that question. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Sean. Yeah, a transition. I'm I'm curious about something, Vicky. Um, uh -huh. Actually, uh, two good friends in the in the business, and uh, uh, Mickey Lynn, who's got her her son, uh, uh, Laz, who's a fantastic kid. He's twenty. Really a nice guy. Really good boy. Nice guy. Um, and I've been with them offset, like the Disney World, like when she's not Mickey, when she's her regular name, uh -huh. and. Uh, it's amazing what you think that people know. Her face is pretty well known. Nobody paid attention. Nobody walked. Nobody, because you're not in that mindset mm -hmm. to look at a person like that. They're not dolled up in the makeup. They're not coming out with their tits. And you're, you're, you're talking to Mickey Mouse. And you got a family there, so they're not paying attention. Another, Coral and Jewel's got a son in this. They, those kids are both... Uh, I've asked them both if they've gone through any issues with this for the or other kids, not one. And I think they're honest with me. That's a good thing. My question to you is, I was a mainstream actor. I did work on mainstream, up in soap operas, I did some films, a lot of films, actually, extra part, day player parts, under fives. I left this business because I wanted to be in mainstream. Back then, I wanted, I didn't want people to know I did porn. Obviously, it was it was death now for in my generation. Nobody did it. A couple of people did. Arbola got away with it a little bit, but that was about it. So, do you have any concern? Not so much the kids, but if you if you're that, it sounds like you want to be mainstream. You want to be a studied actress. You want to do that. Do you feel and this kind of comes up a lot, people in the industry? That um, I don't think it should, and I think it's getting better from an outsider's point of view. But do you have any concern about that? Because hiring in Hollywood is very 
it's that's why a lot of people don't do it. It's very it's nepotistic. It's tough to do. And they and with all the money that's involved in big budget Hollywood, sometimes they don't want to put a chance on somebody that was in our business. Do you have any thoughts about that? Um, I actually have done um, some acting that's not porn. Um, I'm in some small little scenes in a movie that's supposed to be coming out next year. And I have talked to the producer of that movie about how I know that some directors and some producers won't work with someone that's done porn before. They don't want that image, that association with them. So I, what I decided to do in this case, I was like, okay, for the credits and for my IMDb profile and all that stuff, I used my mainstream, like my, my, my regular name, and then what? I have Victoria Peaks, which is my, you know, my model, my porn name, and so I kind of keep them separate for now. Um, but I do. At the end of the day, um, it's at the end of the day, as long as I stay true to myself, whether I'm doing this and whether I'm doing that, as long as I'm having fun. So if I'm having fun doing this and you don't want to work with me and you're making my life difficult because I done porn, then you're not somebody I need to associate with. You're not somebody I need to do. And it maybe, maybe it might get my name out there bigger. Maybe it won't. But it comes to the end of the day, I have to be true to myself. I have to keep myself happy. And what makes me happy is I don't, I'm not very good at hiding things. I'm not going to lie to you and say that I haven't done it because later on it's going to come up. And I, I'm, oh, yeah. I, I'm an open and honest person to a point where I will keep them separate. But if it ever becomes a problem, then it's a problem that I don't really need to deal with. And I'll be like, okay, well, you either going to work with me or you don't. I'm sorry. I've done this. This makes me happy. I enjoy it. So, sorry. Well, I hope you make it that where you want, whatever you want. And I think once they do, when, if you do or when you do, uh, then it's actually good advertising. It's like you can't get better PR. Yeah. I made a billionaire out of uh, Kardashian. I mean, it's, it's, it, once it gets to a point, then it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, sure, bring it on. That's what I did. Look at me now. Yeah. And that's good advertising. But I was, I was curious about that concern because literally that's what got me out of this business. And, I, mm -hmm. and it was a mistake. I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have left. But that's another story for another day. So thanks for that input, kid. I appreciate Vic it. Victoria, do you have your SAG card? Or Astra? I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. yeah. What's okay, that? Well that? That's the union card you need to have to work in straight films that are, that are union. Union. I union. I, I haven't done anything that extravagant yet. It's um the main, like on like the the movie that I have in it's just two little small parts yeah it's the over five lines and I'm in there more than once um but I don't have anything intent like I they actually found me in like a modeling site that I was in and they called me to come to them so I really didn't have to hide the fact that oh yeah I've done porn before they actually you know encouraged that a little bit um, but I don't have any type of union card or anything. I didn't really start in to do like Hollywood films. I'm, I'm really, I just came into this because I really enjoy making porn. Oh, let me get it straight. Cause I think we confused the point here. Um, when you, when you talked about mainstream films, I think you meant mainstream adult films. Yes. Right? That's yes. what, okay. I would like to do mainstream adult films. I, I don't mind to do the Hollywood film stuff. 
Um, I have done it, and it is a lot of fun. It's a oh. different experience. It's a whole different experience being on set of a porn movie and being on set of an actual movie. I've done them both. It is quite fun on both ends. But whenever I say that, you know, in you know, I in the near future, I want to be mainstream. I want to be a mainstream porn star. Like I oh, was. Rick, I, we're getting too old. I had a different impression of you. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. I just wasn't. No, I thought right. when they said mainstream, you're thinking not in the industry. Right. Okay. Well, so well, you're going to lose that in editing, huh? <laughs> um, sorry. What's editing? In, in the porn industry, you have a lot of amateur porn now because a lot of it can be filmed. And, you know, I anybody see. that has filming experience and, the, and can afford to pay your modeling fees, they're like, okay, yeah, let's come and let's let's film a scene. And I'll sell it on many vids. You sell it on many vids or whatever XX videos or Pornhub or wherever they want to post it, wherever you want to post it Got kind it. of things. We can do that. That's a lot more like I've done that type of thing, but they are not like I've not worked with an actual company to go and do these like mainstream porn videos and movies and stuff like that. Like I don't like that's where I want to go. That's what I want to do. Got you. Got you. Mm-hmm. Brazers or something. Brazers. Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. Let's go to a couple people that have, that have muted themselves. They don't have their cameras on. Let's go to Amy's iPhone and see if Amy wants to ask a question. I'll unmute you, Amy. And if you want to ask a question, go ahead. Or Andrew, if Andrew wants to ask a question, we'll unmute Andrew. Maybe you just want to sit in silence. Looks like we're still Both of their... Uh, they're still muted. Their squares show mute. Yeah, uh, they got a. They got a. I had asked to unmute, so I've asked to unmute. Oh. Anyway, well, they can do that. In the meantime, let's go to Cartrell. Let's unmute Cartrell. He has another question. Yeah. Uh, you said you would like to work in a big movie. Well, you know there are uh, directors who aren't really like a part of mainstream Hollywood. Like you could work for like John Waters or Paul Morrissey or Alejandro Jodorowsky. Like John Waters has, I mean, he had Tracy Lawrence play a lead role in his movie. You know, like Paul Morrissey, like he even had pornographic content, like in the movie San Diego Search, like somebody actually peed on somebody, like he filmed that. Okay, I mean, I'm definitely into doing any of that type of, you know, mainstream anywhere. Like, I'm willing to be open. If they come up with me and they're like, I would like to work with you, and here's the skit, here's the scene, and I'm definitely down to doing anything just to just for the fun of it i just like being in front of the camera i love the camera great that sounds great um let's um let's go back and um sean any, any more thoughts oh, a lot of them i'm taking up all your time though but i, I, I are you going to be at uh, at uh, miami uh coming up um, I am hoping so. I would like to go. I'm probably not going to have a booth at Miami. I may or may not. I will actually have a booth at D.C. this year, though. In we'll see you then, for sure. Mm-hmm. Save some dances and with some shots. Definitely. Uh, yeah. If I find out anything about Miami, I'll let you know. Maybe put you together with somebody else or something. See what happens. Mm-hmm. People out there. Jason, maybe. It should be fun to be at Miami. I I would like to go. I would like to go to all of them. 
um, because I really enjoy Exotica. It's a lot of fun. It's a good way to meet new people, and it's a good way to get your name out there. And yeah, um, I would like to to go. Mm-hmm. Perfect, perfect. Is your husband in the, involved in the business? I heard a little bit before. Like, go do it if you want to do it. Does he t- partake and done some scenes if you need a dick? But does he like do movies too? Is he does he want the camera like his wife? Um, he likes to be behind the camera. Uh, he likes to film. He likes to produce. He does all my editing. So, like, whenever we do, like, our own scenes and stuff like that, or if it's just a scene with me and another guy and he's the one filming it, he does all the editing, all the putting together, all that good stuff. Um, he doesn't do as much, like, he he doesn't have anybody calling him up and be like, hey, would you like to be in my scene like they do me? But um, he, he likes to be behind the camera. He definitely goes in front of the camera whenever I need him. I love um filming with him um and we will do more um we just keep his face out of a little bit because you know he does have a mainstream job um right. it's a bit more important in all that aspects but it also comes at the end of the day that he he likes to support me and he'll support me in any way and if he needs to put his penis on camera then he will because he loves me <laughs> <laughs> i like the good answer mm-hmm. can't top that patrick he loves me that's the what answer. a team player what a team player Richard, anything else? Good team. Um, well, uh, let me show you this, scampers. Let's see. Uh-oh. This is a book called Reviewing Porn. It looks backwards to me. Are you seeing? Can you read that, or is it? Yeah, we can read. Yeah, that. yeah. Okay. Sideways, yeah. But yeah. This no, was written cool. written by a reviewer named Dries Vermeulen. He was from Belgium, and he died about three years ago. The last interview he did was with me, where he did a review of Hindsight, my book, which was really touching and splendid. He is one of the best reviewers of I, I've ever um, come across reading. And he's uh, the German publisher, uh, uh, Marco Seidelman, has put together this book of 462 reviews. Every wow. one that Drews ever did going back to the late 60s on up through the 2000 early era. So I'm helping to promote that book um, in the United States. And there's a wonderful book that Patrick has. That's a great book there. I would recommend my book to you, which is Hindsight He's Holding Up, because I went through that stuff with my kids. I have three kids. And um, there's a lot of stories about the evolution of when they got to whatever steps needed they'd get to. Like in the beginning, when the, I had two daughters first and then my son, I had to tell them when they were seven and eight, when the phone rings for Richard Pacheco, don't hang up because that's daddy's stage name. Daddy makes movies. Daddy makes movies? What kind of movies did daddy make? Grown-up movies. Grown-up movies. Well, that lasted until they were about 12. And then one of my, the little sister who was 10 turned to the big sister who was 12 and said, well, what makes them grown-up movies? You mean like Silence of the Lambs? We said, oh, no, 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 no. She said, well, what makes them grown up? You mean sex? And I said, yeah, because <laughs> it was right. And the 10-year-old girl starts jumping up and now, daddy makes sex movies, daddy makes sex movies. And the 12-year-old, God bless her, was combing her hair. And she wasn't going to let anything that the little sister said get a buzz out of her and she said so what and the younger sister went oh and i kind of crept away 
<laughs> that's how it all started. There are many more episodes. You're gonna you're on you're on the road. You're doing them all. I'll tell you about my son quickly. Um, one day, my wife came in on him, and he had taken a group of Playboy magazines out of my bedroom, and she came in his bedroom, and there he was discovering women, um, and he was freaked out. He got really humiliated and embarrassed. He wasn't jerking off yet. I mean, in that moment, but he was embarrassed that his mother came in on him. And uh, that night, Jer Jeremy is my wife. She told me the story. And uh, I did two things. I took a huge stack of Playboys and put it on his bed. And I installed a lock on his door. That's true. And he was about the happiest day in his life. <laughs> so... <laughs> Those are the steps that will come to you. You'll deal with them, and you'll 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 get through it. But you, the shocking ones are going to be when he discovers something you're not ready for, and then you'll have to decide how to handle it. And you will. There's one more thing about his son. His son did a stand-up, a one-man show about his father's industry, about his dad growing up with it. As his dad is a well-known porn star, which his dad was very well known. And uh, I saw it. I was blessed. Richard sent me the thing, and I watched it and his son is fabulous he's, he's he's a talent i mean it was like an improv for over an hour i think it had been at least at 45 minutes to an hour that yeah was I fantastic would. i would but love anyone... to watch that absolutely love to watch that then give me your email address or give it to pat and i'll get it and and i'll send you a copy of it awesome thank you but if they ask for dewey alexander hang up <laughs> dewey, dewey alexander was one of my earlier career names <laughs> So, so I apologize to Buddy and um, for, for you, Richard. That book you mentioned before about the reviews, about that, when, when was that published? Because I haven't, I haven't Germany, seen it yet, but... Germany. It's just coming to the States, United States so, now. Um, okay, then. If you like it, I can give you uh, the publisher's email address, and you can mm -hmm. order a copy from him if you want. I would appreciate that because to me it sounds very – I've got – your book and I've got a few books in my luggage I've got to unpack and start reading but I'll add that to the, the bucket list as well definitely but Patrick, it sounds interesting Patrick if you would get me Joey's email address that'd you be certainly great will. Certainly will. and uh, my luggage lost nine pounds in Chicago <laughs> that's <laughs> not all from me no that's not all from me was it really <laughs> just about <laughs> and he had three posters and a bunch of pictures in that book and and uh, but I was happy to do it. And my now my luggage weighed forty seven pounds coming in and and thirty eight on the way home. So okay, I had to I had to buy I had to buy another luggage in Arizona because I had so much items at the pack away. So yeah, but uh, so I'm 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 too tired to sort it all out this morning. I'll do it another day. So I will just go back to sleep. You had a very short nap there, and you came back. <laughs> The dog I couldn't help but just interesting to see listen to all you talk and I miss all you guys and when this is over then I'll put my head again on the pillow. Don't you worry about that. Well I thought the dog had an orgasm and he was done for a while. <laughs> no, no, she's right there. She's, she's, she's had enough flick. I think her tongue's all worn out, but give it time, she'll get she'll get the energy back up again. So um yeah, pardon me, I mean I'm I'm happy to come home, but I still wish I was over there. It's just this this just, just shame I'm such a long way away from states so. i have to tell a story i was in a movie once called tangerine and in this movie um the star cc malone was supposed to uh blow a dog uh and it was a german shepherd and uh, the owner was just off camera 
and she got to the dog and she starts touching his cock and trying to get him hard. And the dog starts crying. The dog, oh, 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 oh. And God, you know, I'm sitting off camera going, I'm in Tijuana. What is this? You want to be in this movie? I don't know about this movie, man. The dog doesn't want to get blown by this woman. He wants a collie. <laughs> is that book in the? Is that movie in the in the book? No, the, the story is the story. Me, I'm telling story. you now, was in there. Right, but no, the, 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 the owner's going book. telling the dog, "No, you got to do this. This is a payday, motherfucker. You <laughs> stay right there. <laughs> you got, you got to do it. Time is money. Time is money. Come on, yeah. right. They interview the dog after the scenes. Has the martini and a smoke. Uh, the dog. The dog didn't want to do it. They didn't want to do that. Wanted to work with Seika, and they gave me sixty below. Oh, no, no. And, and the dog's got a cigarette at the end too. <laughs> yeah, insane. Well, we'll wrap things up here, Victoria. Why don't you give us your Twitter handle and your uh, mini vids handle and your OnlyFans handle oh. so we can find you? Okay. Um. So on Twitter, I am at Victoria Peaks. Um. But on mini vids and OnlyFans, I am um with Victoria Peaks, the number four and the letter U. So most places, like if you want to Google me, like Joey said that he Googled me, the best th the best way to Google me is with the Victoria Peaks, the number four and the letter U. Um, if you just look up Victoria Peaks, there's a big mountain range like somewhere across sea somewhere. <laughs> I saw that. I saw it on the plane. I just followed you. <laughs> yeah, so thanks. Um, yeah, Victoria Peaks is my Twitter, and then I'm on Instagram. I'm on um, OnlyFans, Manny Vids, all that is Victoria Peaks, the number four, and the letter U. It's in Hong Kong. <laughs> it is in Hong Kong. I think it was like China or somewhere. I was like, hmm, I know it's somewhere. We go, it's a beautiful mountain range. <laughs> Do you also do photo shoots for yourself, Victoria, um, 8 by 10 and, and sign them, or you, you're not into that stage yet? Um, no, I actually have uh, a couple of uh, photographers that work solely for me, and they do a lot of uh, photos for me. I have a photographer that's working on a calendar for me. I do a lot oh. of um, pictures. Um, I actually do a lot of modeling um, mm -hmm. outside of the porn, and I do a lot of... I have quite a few um, photographers that work with me and they are sponsoring me and helping me out. Um, okay. I'm really, really privileged to have them. So I'm going to have, you know, I've actually, I had my autograph asked for a couple times. I'm like, how do I even yeah. sign? My, like, oh. I need to practice that. I mean, yeah. you know, oh, really? like that. Okay. And I'm like, um, let me remember my cursive writing from... <laughs> So I've never uh, if you have some kind of um address, um you probably can pass the Patrick and he's got like a little database and I just go a little bit stir crazy to mark off what's on my bucket list and need to get done. So yeah. Yeah, the crux of this group is autographs for adult industry. I mean, there's a lot of baseball autograph sites, a lot of football autograph sites or movie stars. We're the only ones for porn stars or adult entertainment. So we we have our niche and Patrick's the leader. Yeah. If you have um uh, a, a post office box, that'd be great. Um, if not, we can work around something, but anyway, yeah, uh, if you have one, let us know, let us know what you charge per photo, whether it's yours or we send it in and, uh, we'll go from there. Okay. Definitely. Patrick will show you the ropes. He'll tell you how they work that. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. the charge and all that stuff for the paper, for the photo. <laughs> yeah. I got mine for free. Right there. 
yes, oh. yes, did, yeah. Wow. Remember that? I'll say I that. I do too. remember that. No, Pat told me he was like, yeah, um, like you've met Sean Elliott. And I'm like, I have. Does he remember me? And he's like, yeah, you remember me? I was like, oh, I was so excited that you remembered me. I said the same thing. I said, she remembers me. I did. Yeah, thanks. Sharing shots with people and dancing, you know. What? I said sharing shots with people and dancing kind of goes along the way. Oh, the dancing's the only shots I can show you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell nobody. (laughs) Uh, I just love going to a booth and you're like, what's your drink? And I'm like, bourbon. Shot of bourbon, please. And then we went. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. I can't wait. The year's going fast, man. December will be coming up. October will be coming up soon enough, I'm telling you. In Miami. Sean? Sean? Yes, sir? I think you're having the most active retirement of anybody I ever met. <laughs> I'm telling you, between you and me and the million people on his site, I expect <laughs> this. Things have just showed up that I haven't seen in 30 years. <laughs> More power fun. to you. More it's power to you. Thanks, brother. It's been fun. Okay, well, I'd like to drag your ass out of here. Sorry, Patrick. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. The old gray mare, she ain't what she used to be. (laughs) Well, we did have a fun time at Chicago, and I know Seika had a fun. It was was the best part of being with Seika was breakfast time. And her and her husband were done for breakfast. They'd have these little spats. And uh, they brought. So we had we had fun. We had fun hanging with them at breakfast. Yeah. They they pretty much call each other liars, and and that was about all there was to it. But you know, <laughs> you're going that Joey and Charles and uh, Carl and I. I was I was not in a good mood. I had a bad morning, very bad. I don't usually get that deep with it, but I have to thank Carl if he watches the show and Joey and Charles. Uh, we we spoke for about an hour there, and it was uh, that was the moment that I said, man, that moves from fan to friend. That 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 morning. That was a good chat. So thank you, boys. Yeah, that was a good day. I wanted to point that out. I didn't thank them publicly. So no, I know you did. You mean yeah. so good? Understand? No, I would have liked to have spent a little more time with Sean and Joey than you know. Just didn't have time, and you know, time flew. It felt like for that weekend. Mm. Yeah. Well, you were a bitch. <laughs> I was. Uh, you were a bitch all weekend. You didn't. Have I, was, time. I was so disappointed yeah. in that, but that's another time for another. Next time, to be no, the, the one, next one time. One of the coolest things was I had gone back to the hotel and I'm like, and I'm waiting for the elevator on the third floor. And I look, I look over, and there is Evan Stone. I'm like, oh, this is so cool, and life is so good. <laughs> and he was the nicest guy, and it was like, and I'm thinking, well, you know, the last time I was at the hotel, I took the elevator with. Uh, mm. What's Andre Dawson? I'm like, Andre Dawson and Evan Stone, that's quite a different combination. Yeah. Some about the baseball player. Yeah. 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 Wow. So he was, he was very nice, too. Well, Victoria, we uh, must come to an end because we just uh, have this much time. Anyway, we certainly thank you so much. We would invite you back anytime. We're here every Sunday night. Uh, next week is Taylor Nicole, and I've been promised we're going to have, uh, you know, I, I always feel like Bernie Sanders. I'd like to uh, once again invite you to being on our Zoom show. And so anyway, I've, I've got one that says, you know, put me down for July. We'll figure out the date later. So anyway, I've got a big one for July. So anyway. I want you to invite that dog on that gave the blow, that got the blow job. <laughs> Victoria, thank you so much. Yeah, well, I wonder what the dog Thank you so much for having me. It was Rin Tin Tin's grandson. <laughs> I hope so, <laughs> oh, All right. Again, we'll be back next Sunday night. 
on another edition of Jizz Talking. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Jizz Talking and uh, tune us in on your favorite your your favorite uh, podcast channel. We are there under Jizz Talking. Take care.